Welcome to the Things Your Sensitive Ass Needed to Hear podcast. This episode is really special because I have my very first guest, who happens to be someone really special to me too, Samara Fahrana. She is a yoga and meditation teacher, coach, and human design reader. But I don't really want to highlight that because to me, she is just so much more than those titles. She is just one of those people who gives me hope and humanity, you know? Someone I'm really grateful to have in my life and now to call a friend. Even though we started off with working with each other, I edited one of her videos, but we very slowly became friends. And I'm so grateful that she is just here on earth to teach all of us about mindfulness and just looking at our life and world in a different light, which I think is so important in this day and age. On this podcast, we are going to talk about living in alignment and how human design is something that we can use to get to know ourselves and to get in that alignment. Now, usually in this particular podcast, we talk about things that I just really needed to hear when I was younger. And how does this connect to that? Well, human design just really teaches me that we are all different. And there is no one set way. There is no mold. You know, this concept just really enforces the idea that We all need to embrace our differences and that there is nothing wrong with that. That's just how we are built. And there are ways to navigate that and to be successful in our own definition and be in alignment because we are all different and that there is no right or wrong. And so I really hope you enjoy this episode. I definitely enjoyed having this conversation with her. I could literally go on for hours just talking to her, not just about this particular topic, but here you go. It's condensed to just under an hour and I hope you enjoy it. did a human design reading for me it was kind of a while ago now and I did a tarot reading for you and ever since we had that reading obviously I went crazy on researching human design and stuff because it's so super intriguing which we will kind of cover a little bit on this episode But that particular reading with you made me question the concept of a career. Mm. Because it's made me so aware that so many people are probably working against their design. Yes. Would you agree as someone who's doing a lot of readings right now? Yes. A lot of my clients um, are dissatisfied with what they are doing. 
So it's definitely something worth talking about. Yeah. Okay, great. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about how do we live in alignment, basically. To start off our conversation, in this day and age, what do you think are the factors affecting people's abilities to live in alignment? Hmm. For sure, one is how much they know themselves and how much they know what interests them, like really interests them. Because I grew up, I guess, performing. So making sure that I had the best grade, I was the best daughter possible, the best sister possible, the best girlfriend possible to whoever the boyfriend was at the time, right? But in that whole situation i felt like i was molding myself into what other people expect of me or what i think people expect of me rather than just being myself so through that process i felt like at one point i just don't know who i am anymore and that led my healing journey that really started off so when people really do know who they are what they like what they dislike what brings them into the state of flow what frustrates them this helps them be into a life that is more aligned to who they are um, and this lack of self-awareness is what creates a lot of friction within themselves and the relationship around them to their job to their relationships like choosing the wrong partners relationships with their friends and family that also um, creates a disalignment because you know you can outgrow your friends at one point right so in this process um, it's a lot of questioning yourself and listening to yourself that's so important to live in alignment and from that process of just you know being open to what your interests are you follow uh, what feels right for you what sounds right what looks right for you that for me is how we can live in more alignment yeah and how sense. does yeah d definitely <laughs> makes sense and how does human design play into that what is human de design's role in helping us in like getting to know ourselves yeah so human design is basically a blueprint of who we are and within it it shows why we are here so there is something called the incarnation cross let's back forward uh do backward a bit uh, and talk a bit about, about what human design is right so human design is a modality that combines science and some spiritual aspects of a lot of different um i guess concepts so one there's astrology and then there's I Ching, which is like old Chinese texts there's the tree of life from Kabbalah um, and there are energy centers which are like chakras but there are nine instead of the seven main ones because there's a conception where we have developed uh, as beings so basically from the moment that you are born um, you can know so if you know your date and your hour and minute of birth and your place of birth this allows you to know your blueprint or your chart of what your human design is. And from here, you can see so many different aspects. 
For example, there are five types of human designs, and this really shows how unique everyone is. There is no one way, no one size fits all solution to anyone. And I really feel that human design is one of the modality that has helped me so much to understand myself. So, for example, like if we just zoom out, like these five types, there is、uh, something called generators, which is what I am. There's a manifester, there's a manifesting generator, there's a reflector, and then there's a projector. And all of these five types, they have a different way of being, different way of responding to a situation. They have a different levels of energy. So, for example, you can't force someone who is, let's say, a projector or a reflector who doesn't have a lot of energy to work long hours. It's just not what they can do. They need to rest a lot more than the typical people. So that's why burnout and chronic stress is one of the epidemic of like the 21st century because everyone's in this hustle culture. You got to work a lot, right? But human design itself shows how unique we are and honors it once we know how we best operate. And it also shows like a summary of our. Personality,、um, based on like one of these gates. I'm, I'm trying not to be too technical here, and it shows why you are here in this world through what is called an incarnation cross. So it's amazing if you live based on your strategy, because each type has a different strategy. For example, for me as a generator, my strategy is to respond to an invitation. So I'm not an initiator. I don't so go like, "Hey, Bunga, shall we do this podcast together?" It's more like Bunga, you invited me to this podcast, and then I say yes or no. Yeah. So, for example, like that. I don't know if I went on the tangent. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean,、yeah. it's a whole concept that is, you know, it's a combination of so many different things. So, it's really difficult to just kind of like, oh, human design is this. Like, <laughs> you can't really do that, right? And. I think it's really interesting what you said about was it projectors that can't really work long hours? Yeah, so projectors and reflectors they don't have their sacral defined. So in this sense,、um, the battery that they have are not as big of a capacity, or it takes longer to recharge、um, compared to fellow generators or manifesting. Generators with their sacral defined. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> We are all so prone to burnout nowadays. And how do you think? How has the current system of, you know, the world that we live in, like the system, especially with how companies and workplaces. You know, work. How has that affected people's abilities to live in alignment? Because I have always wondered if generators need to respond to something. Well, then it's like, well, what if they don't feel inspired or whatever it is? So, how can a generator, for example, 
like work in a place that is you know kind of more typical like in an office kind of thing where your boss tells you what to do and you know I'm really wondering about that like how do you well how do you cope does that make sense yes yeah, so it does it does so for generators it's so important for them to love 100% what they do so if for example the the office job that they chose and was accepted to is around the area that they really love or they got a responsibility that they really love they can work their nine to five or even more without blinking or as not as tired as other people right. but it really depends on how much they know what they love so for example i'm also a generator and if i'm i and this is my experience right i worked at something that i was not truly passionate about i didn't 100 believe in then it led me to a burnout because I have a lot of energy to burn. But if I don't love it 100%, there's a lot of frustration, which is our not self theme, which is a kind of a signal when you are not living in alignment. So it depends on each um, human design type, what is truly working for you. And that goes in so much levels of details. But to make it simple and short, it really depends on how much you know yourself and whether that environment allows you to act like yourself. Because for example, if the work is very rigid, very corporate-like, um, not much room for creativity and autonomy, I can imagine that that's hard, you know? But uh, if you're in a corporate life or a startup that gives you space for autonomy to explore what you love doing i think that can help you know so it's really a situational condition i feel like yeah i just think it's really kind of fucked up because there are so many people who are just you know assuming that most people are generators right like the most common type of human design is generators and isn't it i'm just like i'm just always questioning ever since again ever since we did that reading i'm just always questioning like wow so many people are doing this for the wrong things for the wrong reasons because there's so many people who are just like doing this job not because they love it but because they think oh you know it's apparently it's good if you're rich apparently your my life is gonna be so much better i'm gonna be so much happier if i have a crap ton of money and so i'm just gonna go for this job but then well what if you're not inspired by that what if you're not loving what you're doing do you think there's any like kind of long-term effects of being in that not self that you mentioned oh yeah i think you would really be frustrated that's a word for generators um you would feel like you're stuck because i feel like i felt like i was stuck right um i felt like I 
was not doing something that I need to do. There was this hole, there was this craving of like, there's something more that should be happening. And I can imagine if people are living a life where they're not themselves, they're not in alignment, it gets pretty miserable. And everything you see in the world defends, uh, depends on your frame of thought, the way you see things, right? So if you're a manifesting generator and you're not, not self-theme is anger and frustration, if you feel angry and frustration all the time, then you're vibrating at a low frequency. It's hard for you to see the good things in life, to see um, all the beauty, to manifest the, the life you want because, you, you know, your frame of mind is just, I'm angry at everything, I'm frustrated, and that's not the best way to live, right? So, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I just realized because I was... Well, I was in your um, podcast where you interviewed me about tarot reading and stuff. Um, I just check realized. That out. <laughs> check it out, guys. Uh, <laughs> I just realized because I said, you know, I used to be very angry all the time. And you said that the not self theme for a manifesting generator is anger and frustration, which yeah. means that I have. You know, in the past, I was like not living in alignment. Or would you say the word is alignment or would you use something else? Alignment sounds great. Yeah. Alignment yeah. sounds as it is. Mm -hmm. God, that I just realized that now. Sometimes like, human design gives this to you. It's just like, what? <laughs> oh my God. It gives you that moment. Yeah. And how can... How, how how can people know what their type is? That's a very good question. So basically, there are a lot of um, different websites where it's free to create your body chart or basically like the informative chart and your type. Uh, I would send you a link so your viewers or listeners can just click it. Um, it's free, you know. Uh, but I also have reading service to help interpret it because I find that it can be quite complicated and there are so many nuances to it. There's a lot of depending. So, for example, when you said, and you weren't wrong when um, people want to be uh, rich in a miserable job and just get money. But I have met clients who are happily materialistic because their energy center for value and uh, material which is the will center it's defined and their um, incarnation cross is to live a luxurious life so I was like okay this is who you are so great for you I just interpret it yeah wow <laughs> that's sorry that that's just kind of mind-blowing to me because I'm <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this like trend on YouTube the like about? so many people are doing videos about i don't dream of labor have you seen i it? have not seen this no so many people are doing it you, you should like take a look because i think it's like a very <laughs> fresh perspective which i'm still like trying to wrap my head around this concept okay because the whole concept is like you know they don't want to they don't want to fall into this capitalistic system where, you know, people are 
just basically being exploited, right? <laughs> and yeah. w making them work to the brim to bring more money into these like big corporate companies and people who are already rich, making them the rich richer and the poor poorer and s stuff like that. Mm. And I, I have been in such a fluctuation of my relationship with money because you know one part of me wants to have money and you know because money brings you a lot of things but then I'm also in conflict with like what kind of person am I if I just want money in this life and blah 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 and then I have this like phase where I'm thinking like oh people who just want money you know they're just falling to the system like this is not who they are and stuff like that so you're saying that some people do actually that that is part of their design like some people just want that that's not necessarily just like the society's conditioning affecting their desires and like that's not actually their desire if that makes sense i think you have a point where there is definitely a society societal conditioning but there are some people who purely by design from the moment they were born and three months before because you can also see kind of your um i guess information from when before you were born through the human design um already values it so yeah so it really depends because this conditioning can also be seen by the human design so whoever is already opening up their um, graph and then you can see these energy centers which are like the boxes and the squares and all of that right so it's going to have two uh sets of i guess information one is whether these shapes are white or it, or it is colored so if it is white it means that we are receiving conditioning more likely and then we amplify and reflect it out which means it's not consistent we call these undefined energy centers so for people who like me actually have an undefined will uh, which means i have an inconsistent will i can very much be conditioned by the people around me to value material more than what i think it should be um, and if my environment change, I change too, most likely if I'm not aware. So my job, if I already know my body graph and how it works, I know which part of this is the condition of the people around me and which one is truly me. And this self-awareness check is so important because like myself, for a generator, I have quite an open um, energy center. So from nine, I have only three that is defined, which means I have six easily conditioned um, energy centers. So it's really important for me who I hang out with and who I get inspiration from because then I will change very easily. Labial. That's an oh Indonesian word God. for it. <laughs> my mom used to call me. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching the video right now, you would be seeing me just like grabbing my head because like, again, I'm mind blown even though I already had the reading with you, but I'm just learning so many new things again. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing that you can, even just looking at your chart, you will be able to know what you are prone to conditioning on and like being affected by other people. 
So do you think that's necessarily like a bad thing that, you know, these like senses that are more prone to being influenced by someone else or just like external things? Is there something that you can do about it? Definitely. It is not bad per se. I think it's discouraging if you don't know about it, uh, which means then you'll always, you'll often feel like, who am I? <laughs> Or what am I doing? Why am I different all the time? Uh, which is a big part of, of my story, I guess. But what is interesting is that it allows you to reconnect with who you are because then you'll have to check with yourself. For example, um, is this really what I'm feeling? So I have also an undefined emotional solar plexus, which means that I can be very empathetic. I can feel the energy, the emotions of people whenever they're not even saying it. Like I can feel it in me. And I think previously I felt a lot of people's anger and sadness and I absorbed it and I amplified it. And that was a part of my suffering, but catalyzed me to the healing journey. And if I check myself and say like, hey, this is not my emotion. I am just receiving and projecting it out. But I know this is not my emotion, so I can kind of detach from it. And it helps me. But I have to be aware. So it's like a training ground to reconnect with ourself and our alignment, which is mine, which is other people. And that filtering is so important because otherwise you'd feel controlled or very much influenced by the people around you and, and that can be tiring yeah wow <laughs> i'm just like i'm so lost for words all the time because that's so it's so i think it's so important isn't it to have your chart read by someone because you can't just simply you know look at the chart yourself and because there's so many insights You can't just like look at, oh, okay, the center is white. And so this means that it's undefined. Okay, but then what? how does that affect me and stuff like that? So it is important, isn't it, to have a reading? Or do you think you can just kind of read about it yourself? Yeah, I think with the internet right now, you can read about yourself. But the pro about having a reader is that the reader synthesizes everything because you are the sum of your parts and so much more. And if you only see one thing, then you're only looking at one aspect of your life. But when I do my readings, I really try to put myself in the person who I'm going to read. And I see every detail that I know is possible to share. And I always ask, what is your expectation? What is the life problem you need to be solve together while we read your human design and see how you can respond to this problem based on your type, you know, because a lot of people respond differently um, with a lot of different aspects. And I really believe that coaching people to continue to live by their human design until they're like, okay, I'm, I'm clear with this is so beneficial because sure we get information, right? Like we get information that exercising and meditating and eating healthy is good for you but then you don't live with it on your day-to-day -day basis because it's like uh, 
it's so much work or whatever, right? So with everything, you kind of need a, a guy to help you in your first bits, just making sure this is integrated in your life so you can be independent and really live with your alignment. And that's one of the services that I provide because I do believe once you live with your type with your strategy with your inner authority which is another thing we haven't discussed it's so important to understand absorb experience and that is how you live in alignment yeah so i'm gonna stop that. <laughs> yeah so we have been talking about alignment all this time but i forgot to even discuss what do you, what is alignment right what is what does it mean for you alignment for me is when you are in sync with what you're thinking feeling and doing and what you want i think that synchronicity which is a bit different with the synchronicity of like oh you suddenly need someone but that sync makes your life flow more effortlessly you change with the change you don't resist you don't force yourself too much everything is of less resistance when you're in alignment and that's i think one of the best feelings once you know how to get there and especially because you're so unique and you think you can be compared to your brother or your sister and like no you're not even if you're from the same parent you're unique in your own ways you grew up in the same house you're still unique you know so you everyone has their own way of being and i think we need to start honoring more of this uniqueness and not trying to fit everyone under the same timeline or comparing ourselves to other people who you only see the highlight reels of on, on social media and stuff and really honor your uniqueness and your journey and human design has tremendously helped me with that so yeah i would encourage everyone who knows their birth details to uh, check out their body graph um, in the link and if you don't know your birth date and minute use 12 p.m or 12 midday um, to get an estimation yeah hopefully that helps that's so beautiful about <laughs> just embracing your uniqueness and that you know even if you're family it doesn't mean that you're like the same person we're all completely unique and why do you think because you're also coaching yeah. why do you think people are not embracing this uniqueness of themselves why are people so afraid of just showing up as their most mm. authentic self and embracing who they really are do you think that's yeah. um that's a uh, a problem that your clients face yeah so i see a lot of people having trouble getting outside of their comfort zone having trouble doing something different with what they have always known their whole life to do so being in the same similar pain is feels so much more nicer because it's predictable you know how it feels rather than making the change and change into the unknown i see this a lot with 
people resisting to change. They know what they're doing does not work. They have gone through their different seminars, YouTube videos, meditation, this and that. You've tried everything, but the change they want is not happening. Everything they're doing seems to stagnate. And this is how coaching helps. Coaching is believing that each person uniquely knows their own way of doing things. They know their answers already. It's just we need to facilitate the environment so that they can feel safe to change and we can help the accountability partners for them to change as they want to. So people right now, even me, felt that like, okay, I this is the only thing that I know what to do. I'm just gonna keep doing it because that's just my habitual part pattern it takes a lot of effort to change right but that's where the magic happens it's trusting that whatever you're changing you're actually evolving you're developing you're learning and you're getting closer towards your alignment rather than living in this fear of like okay i'm so scared <laughs> of what to do and what's going to happen next yeah how do you think people can muster up the courage to even acknowledge that this is uncomfortable this is not working for me. What would your advice be for people who are in that position right now? Mm. What would you like to say to them? Really love yourself. I think it's it's coming from this questioning of how much you care and appreciate yourself first. Because often these changes probably can be motivated because you want to be better for other people but really you're living this one life right now on earth inside your body mind and soul and you got to take care of it and questioning what do you deserve what do i deserve you know and and see what answers are coming up do you feel like you deserve something better something more than this something that you've always been seeking but are struggling to find you you goddamn deserve it you know and you just really have to trust the process yeah wow hopefully that's that's those are very good um journaling prompts that you can do i feel like i'm going to write that down yeah that's amazing <laughs> thank you would you would you use would you use journaling as a way to explore these things Oh, 100%. I think journaling is a way that you can have these subconscious things, something that was not obvious before obvious. Mm. You know, and you got to have the right questions. I feel like it's the same with coaching. It's just coaching has a bit more feedback. There's a bit more um direct follow-up questions that can help you get there. However, journaling, once you really trust the process and you just write whatever comes to mind, you're going to find that you already know what the problem is, the root cause of it, you know what the solution is. It's just you need to listen to yourself. So I am a huge advocate of journaling honestly, and that has helped me so much in my healing journey and hoping that other people can journal too and figure out that this tool is not just like a dear diary. This is what I did today, but it's a tool to get to know ourselves deeper and love ourselves deeper. Yeah. I personally love journaling as well. 
I think you definitely had quite a big role in me just being Aww. just wanting because I have always been that girl who has a diary <laughs> like ever <laughs> since I was a child I've always had like diaries that are like that has like locks in them and stuff like that yeah <laughs> um so journaling is kind of like natural for me but then you know just seeing how you because you talk about journaling quite a lot you have your own journals right which yeah. I wish I could get them, but I'm so far away. <laughs> um, yeah, you have really opened my eyes into the power of journaling and how much it can help you in discovering yourself. Because I think what you have just said, what I was just talking about as well with Tarot on your episode, it's like we all have the answers within us. It's all in here. Yeah. But then it's like... What do you think is the problem though? Like why do people not trust themselves? Oh, why it's their mind. <laughs> it's their mind. I yeah. agree. Sorry to cut you there. It's, it's just they're sneaky minds, right? Um, you have your inner critique. You have someone trying to keep you safe and that's usually your inner child your inner child is acting up um, they, they're trying to protect you from the suffering and the pain and in that process they're trying to tell you out of it you know <laughs> from not listening to yourself and this condition is so common that I believe healing and loving your inner child is so worth of the attention in the process and i feel like journaling and meditating can help communicate um with that because you know they're gonna be they're gonna say things like why do you have to journal why do you have to to i don't know spill your feelings you already know what you're feeling like all these questions of you know it's not gonna work you know this is just a trend or a fad and it's really discouraging, right? This this inner critique, inner talk, but it's not true. That's how what mindfulness has helped me to really, really see things differently. You just kind of observe that, okay, everything that I'm thinking about is impermanent. It changes with my mood sometimes, with my understanding sometimes, and I don't have to take it face value as the truth. It's just, it's just noise you know <laughs> yeah yeah mindfulness has also really helped me in my healing journey as well it like it's crazy how much how much our minds control us basically yeah or, if we let it yeah exactly so we we thought that our minds have so much power when actually no you can choose not to listen to it because yeah. you can just watch it pass by and like oh, okay so these are the thoughts that are popping up right now and okay bye you don't have to let it have the steering wheel yeah that's and key. we I think this is why your work is so important is to let people know that, you know, you are 
in the driver's seat, your mind really, honestly, it doesn't really have that much power on you. It's just that we, we're just so used to giving it so much power when mm. it doesn't have to be. Well, actually, yeah. it's not. It's not that easy, is it? Because it is it takes pretty powerful <laughs> as well. <laughs> so I'm contradicting myself. Yeah, if if we let it loose as the driver for the majority of our life before we were conscious, before we were aware, before we do all these practices, then it's going to take a lot of effort. But it's a worthwhile effort. And thank you for you know just highlighting how journaling and mindfulness has helped you because I feel like a lot of people need to hear this that these are very easy accessible tools that has been proven by science it has worked throughout time and you just going you just gotta try it out for yourself and see how it works for you and you know pivot and experiment with it because um, no one healing journey is the same there's no race to it it's all in your own time um, and you just have to be open to whenever like this information is coming to you and act on it so if this is new to you and you feel like ah, I want to do it google it I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of stuff come, popping up or go on <laughs> Sammy's Instagram <laughs> or my Instagram or my podcast or, or my your podcast. stuff yeah I, I, yeah, I do speak a lot about it. Yeah, Try to share as much yeah. as I can. That is such a good point as well. That basically journaling and mindfulness is free. Yeah. Yes, you need a pen and a paper, but y'all have pen and papers at home, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure. If not, you have your phone because you can also journal with whatever you're listening this with. You just got to open up a notepad. <laughs> it's so amazing how these powerful tools are just available to you. It's literally in front of your eyes. Yeah. And but then do you think journaling is for everyone though? Do you think there's some people who you know who can't really journal or it doesn't really work for them? Mm. I feel like journaling can work differently to different people. Because journaling is not only writing on paper, you can journal expressively. Because how I um, perceive journaling is a way of expression. So you can express through recording a video, a vlog, a song, you can write, you can play music. I feel like that is also journaling. So understanding what your preferred way of expressing yourself and recording it and understand and listen to yourself is journaling and figuring out a practice that works for you so some people like to do it daily some people know certain moods when they need to journal but it really all depends on intention so for example the journal that i have um, about being honest i use that only in times where i feel like i really need to brain dump my overthinking mind suppressed emotions or try to figure out something subconscious in me like that's just my place to jot down everything express draw but there's also 
another journal, Be Grateful, which there's a lot of gratitude journals out there, is what I use daily because that helps increase my vibration high. Because when you ask me how am I, I'm like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful all the time because I do practice it. And it changes my perspective from, you know, just I could also say I'm tired. It's like 8.30 and my bedtime's at 9 and I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying like, you know, I, I can also just stay tired and that's from a lower frequency. And gratitude is like, dude, I, got to, I get to spend quality time conversation with you, Atika, which you are in London in a different time zone. We barely talk this deep at such an important topic. And that's what I choose to see. And that that's so subconsciously for me already right now because I practice it daily, because I value that gratitude is something important in your life and it's easily mislooked. So it depends on a lot of factors. But if you have the willingness to understand yourself more, live more in alignment, definitely journal is a great tool and cheap, as you say. It's free of cost, nearly. It's accessible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Gratitude is something that I very recently I've only started practicing. <laughs> Yeah, how is it for you? What, how do you feel like pre-post oh, practicing gratitude? I don't practice it nearly as much as I would like. I really mm. need to remind myself and make more of a habit of like more consciously putting in time to like, okay, I need to be grateful and stuff like that. But yeah, it's difficult as someone who again who used to be very pessimistic and like always thinking that the world is out to get me gratitude is so difficult but then if you just start off with like the littlest things yeah i think that really helps in i don't know it just over time you're able to be just more grateful about like not just things like you know oh i got a new car or whatever you know yeah it's, it's not always the big things right you yeah. think that you have to buy the new fancy bag and get this really nice thing that you always deserve but really yeah. it's just like if you're listening right now what are you seeing that you're grateful for like i'm grateful for my laptop I'm pretty grateful for this mic it makes my audio better <laughs> you know i'm grateful that i have water next to me and and what are you hearing other than this, maybe you're hearing something in your room. Maybe you hear your spouse, your family healthy in the other room. They're talking or you can even hear, you know, some people don't have that. And this is something to be grateful for because we easily overlook something that abundance that is given to us on a daily basis. That's just there. And we usually only feel grateful once that's taken away from us and that is what we need to take care of you know and to not wait for our precious life is being taken away from us or parts of it to start being grateful yeah, yeah. so i really advocate for gratitude and gratitude for other people and on that note i'm grateful for you Atika. thank you <laughs> i'm so grateful for you as well because you are such i don't know you are such a pure beautiful human being you are so supportive of me. Thank you. Even of though, course. like, you know, we, we actually started off, like, be you know, 
in business, I guess, because I started editing yeah. your videos. Even though yeah, you're you like did. you're friends with my best friend as well. I mean, we yeah. have mutual friends. But it's like I can feel how genuine you are as a person. And you honestly you inspire me so much. Ever since we you know, we were introduced to each other. You have had a very big impact in my life and I'm very grateful as well to be able to talk to you and you giving me your time, your precious precious time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So thank you so much for being here and chatting with me. And I had a really great chat. I really wish that we could just be here for hours. I can just <laughs> talk to you for hours to be honest. I still have so many more questions that I want to ask you and so many things that I want to discuss with you. But Um, not everyone is into like a five-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People stream like these things, right? Uh, Twitch. Oh my god, that's like, true. I don't know how they do it. I tried to get on it. Um, a friend of mine. I think a friend of mine, which I, I might be our mutual friend too. Uh, let's keep, not keep his name into this uh, area and space. But he was like, "Why don't you start going on Twitch and do your thing?" And I'm like. What? And he's like, look, there's there's this there's this video of a of a person just kind of playing their games and eating and talking and all these random stuff. And I'm like, dude, people really watch these things. And I'm like, I'm one of those know. people. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> oh my god, I am one of those people actually. But I only watch one person on Twitch, maybe two. Okay. But three. <laughs> no, just two. two. <laughs> okay. It is really good, but I think that that would be so unique if you did like yeah. a meditation or something on Twitch. That would be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, there's so many people on Twitch. Like there's tarot readers as well on Twitch. Like doing literally doing yeah. live streaming and yeah. stuff like that. So it is, I think, a very growing platform. Who knows if we're yeah. all gonna get on that bandwagon? Now it maybe seem like a kind of a weird platform to be in, but who knows? It's always it's always starts that way, right? Like yeah. TikTok. It was like go on oh, TikTok, and I'm like, no. I tried. I I think there's a part of me that is really resisting. TikTok and dancing in that way, even though it's a big way to grow. But I'm like, I don't know. I can't do all these dances, <laughs> coordinating and stuff. And I'm just like, uh, I'm very self-conscious that way. <laughs> well, But, we should yeah. just follow our alignment, right? If you don't There feel you aligned, <laughs> yeah. If you don't so for generators. Trust your gut. I trust my gut 100%. I try my best always to trust my gut 100%. Yeah. And this was an energetic yes to go on this podcast with you, supporting you in your journey because I really see a huge amount of potential and you need all the support. And all girls need to support all people and everything. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy and glad to do it. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Sammy. I'm like, I can't stop smiling because I had a very <laughs> great time. And 
Yeah, if people want to know where you are, which I'm pretty sure they already know if they're listening to this podcast, but just in case they don't, how can people find you? Yes, um, I am very active on Instagram. So my handle is at T-S-A-M-A-R-A-F-A-H-R-A-N-A, Samara Fahrana. Um, I am also on YouTube under the same name. I have my website under the same name, samarafarana.com. LinkedIn, same thing. But if you want to reach out to me, usually I'm on Instagram more often than not. So uh, hopefully see you there. Yeah, thank you. I'll see you you. there. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Thank you, Sammy. I really hope we can maybe chat again on the podcast or something because like i said i have so many things that i wish i could talk to you about like the gratitude (laughs) thing i still have questions about that and about mindfulness i have so many questions i'm just like (laughs) i'm always full of questions and right now what's occupying my mind is like mindfulness and stuff like that because it's so it's new to me but it's so intriguing and so if you're like me listening you should just at least go on Samara's Instagram (laughs) because she has so many resources she's a very good resource and just very digestible as well and she's not she's very generous in sharing her knowledge so you should check her out obviously which I'm sure you already know her (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you so much really appreciate it Atika thank you for your time thank you for asking really great questions and being like just a great conversation partner I feel like in this I guess few minutes or hour I don't know how time flew uh, I I feel inspired too so Uh, thank you me too well I'll see you soon bye